Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of RPT is brought to you by the Legalized Freedom Tour. Stand-up comedy, raw, uncut, puro pinche freedom, uncensored, bringing the funny. Yo, we're headed to the Irvine Improv, July 6th. Get your tickets now, chingobling.com. Ontario Improv, I will see you July 7th. It is MAGA month, baby. I want you at the show. July 9th, El Centro, California. After that, we're doing a whole weekend in Denver, Colorado. I believe it's July 14th through the 16th. Uh, we have Oklahoma City later in July. I believe it's the 28th of July. Anyway, y'all can fact check me. Hit up the website, chingobling.com. We're coming in hot. Sass. And, uh, you know, get your tickets now, man. We have a whole bunch of other cities, but uh, that's what we have for July. Can't wait. Can't wait for the, the, the Houston announcement. Chingo, are we still working on that? Yeah, man. Between moving and everything else, brother, we got to find a freaking venue. You there know, we go. on top of everything else we got going on. <clears throat> you know, it, it eventually everything's going to even itself out. Not even itself out, but it's going to work its way to a good hum, like a good, solid American V8 hum. And you're going to be like... Phew. Man, I feel, I'm, I'm glad I came over that, you know, that, uh, what do you call it, that that Biden regime pit of hell. You know, I'm glad I got over that. Yeah, we need to hire a, a sales team or a salesman uh, so we can get more sponsors for the podcast. Like I said, next year, touring is going to look way different. You're not going to see me everywhere on a Wednesday and a Thursday and all that. Uh, I think you'll still catch me in Denver for a whole weekend. But a lot of the other cities, man, where it's like, hey, just come, just come on a Thursday, man. We got you. Come to Phoenix, bro. Come do a Sunday. Come fly in, pay a thousand dollars for your flight for a Wednesday night. Yeah, and your shadow ban. And not everybody listens to political podcasts, so they probably didn't hear none of that announcement. Um, so you know, we talked about this obviously over the weekend, but um, Jordan Peterson gets banned off twitter right and he says i'd rather die than delete this tweet so he's standing on his he's, he's standing his ground ends up signing an exclusive deal with uh daily wire so you have uh dennis prager and prager you also doing some exclusivity with the daily wire information or reports come out that they have 840 or 890 thousand monthly paying subscribers so the Daily Wire is doing it, man. They're do they're literally they're the envy of everybody, not just in conservative talk or in conservative uh, uh, commentary, but in in media. Like they're not sucking at the teat of big tech. They're not, you know, please, please let me be on your platform. Let me back on. You want my shadow ban? Like some of that stuff, I'm sure helps their ability to grow. But they are they are at scale and they're scaling every month, every year. And it's a fucking cool thing to see. So I say that to say this, to take a page out of your book is that they've built that on the backs of supporters. They've said people that like this need to support this. And if you do, we can do more of this. We can hire other hosts. We can hire the other investigators and reporters. And uh, that's what we hope to do here at RPT studios. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently we're in big demand as well, man. Uh, a lot of people in the political world, you know, they talking about RPT, Red Pill Tamales, like, yo, they got they got this crew called the Tamal Intelligence Agency. They're like, they're on there saying cutting edge real shit. So we, we will see if that translates into any um 
uh, sponsorships and things like that. So hit us up, redpiltamales at Gmail, if you want to support what we got going. For sure. So let's start off with a, with one of our questions from the Discord here, one of the best perks of being a uh, TIA agent. So Joe G says, can you talk about why minorities feel like just because someone in politics has their same race, they are automatically going to do good for them? I was watching Snoop Dogg's, uh, a Snoop Dogg's special on Netflix. There was a black lady comedian applauding for Kamala Harris for being black or being a black VP, like, what does she have, like, what has she done for black people, question mark, and, uh, I, I feel this to my core, I know when you've talked to, um, homie, uh, Gil from American Cholo, he, he has this mindset, and it, it baffles me, man, and I, I try to see where they're coming from, but to just think that somebody, because they're, you know, brown, or because they're black, and they look like you, that they have your best interest in mind, or that they know exactly what they need to do to serve you as a constituent, I don't get it. Well, I, I don't know, um, I haven't heard like Gil basically said something like that. We got to vote for Rasa. Oh yeah, like he that. said that on the podcast where he, where we had him on RPT. Oh okay, that's that's crazy. I don't remember that, but um, I remember when I was on a guest on the uh, Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast with Willie D and Scarface, uh, you know the OGs, the goats. I think Willie D had asked me like, so if we had a brown candidate, somebody running for president, would you vote for them? I was like, not necessarily. I was like, I got to see what, what they talking about. Are they putting America first? What's your uh, foreign policy? Like, what's the gas price going to look like? What's up with the dollar? How much y'all trying to print and spend and misuse? And I was like, they, they, they were just kind of like, you wouldn't? It's like, no, hell no. If anything, if anything, you probably got to go through more scrutiny. Yeah. Because I know they they probably using you. 100%. And there's that there's that famous video that went viral, and it goes viral periodically. But it's of uh, Candace Owens on Rising when Crystal it was before Sagar, but she was one of the coasts. You know what I'm talking about? It's Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, and they're interviewing. This is kind of when Candace first started making a splash on the scene, probably uh, three four years ago. And uh, have you seen it? Oh, I got to send it to you, dude. It's so great because she Crystal Ball prefaces. Uh, one of the questions with or somehow it went in the direction of are you not um, not upset but like would you like to see more people of color basically in the White House like you know Trump's administration you know has a lot of in, in, in turn of one of those like white men and white people or whatever and and Kansas just, just nails her dude and to this day this must be eating this woman crystal ball inside because she made her look like a real racist dummy and um, and that's what when people say stuff like, well, she's brown or she's black and she looks like you shouldn't you vote for her. Like, why is that? Why I should think that, you know? So so basically, Crystal Ball um, and I'm sure you'll send it to me and I'll check it out. But in essence, what it sounds like, it sounds like she was asking Candace, like. Representation, someone that looks like you. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. And, and what was Candace's response? Um, it was basically kind of like what you said, like, no, like it, it may, maybe not in so many words were like that there needs to be just as much, if not more, uh, investigating into like who they are, what they're, how are they serving our community? Like, it's not just because they're black that I'm going to vote for them or, or because there's not enough of my people or, or my people, my color in the cabinet or in the administration that I, I, I'm pushing just for that. Like, she's like, no, not at all. Yeah. Like, I think the Trump administration was the perfect example of like, merit it's like who can we get that's going to help in their specific lane or department not not like i prefer i read like i prefer the way trump had his cabinet which was like meritocracy like 
we just like for example he did have some minorities and maybe not because they were minority maybe because they were the fucking man or woman for the job like uh you know dr ben carson or, or whoever right I, I prefer that over what biden is serving up which is all optics it's all pr persuasion it's all spin it's all media like we're gonna put him on the bike and today we're gonna you know it's all like how do we blame who can we blame for the gas price yeah uh, you know can, who else can we have be a guest on our fucking white house tiktok you know bts or or whoever the kid with the fingernails and the skirt um it's always like what other celebs can we have uh frolicking and prancing around the damn white house and, and you know let's get the first trans queer black lesbian this female first trans whatever and it's like everything's going to shit nobody cares that oh pete butt gig bro he's he's so fucking progressive bro because he has a husband and a kid and shit instead it's like bro do your fucking job bro yeah i think it's like i think it's i came bro yeah stop trying to chest feed with your hairy nipples guy but um, I think it's good. I think it's cool to see somebody who might have a little bit of a understanding of like your background, whether it's like your economic background or your whatever, like your family type background. Like we um, we got to talk to somebody. So we talked to Myra Flores, obviously, and then we're, we're gonna get hooked up with someone else who's running uh, for office here in Houston, who's running against Lena Hidalgo. Right? Where's Lena from? She's is she Colombian or? Colombian, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then her opponent, um, she's in the military. She's uh, of also Hispanic descent, I believe, of some sort. I, I don't think she's very fluent in Spanish, which, whatever. Some people might see that as a bad thing. But nonetheless, like, there's some... Coral, there's some like similarities there where you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, she understands the plight of other people that are constituents of hers or could be constituents of hers, but it's not like it's not the thing, right? It's not, oh, yeah, that's why I'm gonna vote for her. If her opponent made if it made more sense that they know more of what they're doing, they've done a good job, they bring a lot of good things to the table, then you would vote for the opponent. It's not just because she's brown, I'm gonna vote for her, yeah, exactly. Like, whoever's running up against Lena. I want to see that you're qualified and you're competent and you're honest and you know what I mean? You're not corrupt. Uh, what kind of decisions are you going to make for the county when there is another fucking pandemic or are you going to shut down bars, clubs? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? I don't care if you're a black male, Asian female, Jewish, whatever. I don't, it, it doesn't impress me. So here's another good point since we're on the subject. You have Lena Hidalgo county judge harris county a lot of people hate her but then you have a lot of like just normie brainwashed people they're like oh my god oh my god she's <laughs> team democrat and that's and then you have uh what's her name vidal martinez is that the lady uh i believe so yeah okay which you know you mentioned somebody that's going to run up against her uh I, i'm assuming conservative republican d different ideology okay well she's got some latina she's latina too so doesn't that shit cancel out like now can we get down to you see what i'm saying like i don't know if i'm making sense but it's yeah. like well vidal's a dude though oh okay i'm sorry who's the female that that uh, you had said it doesn't speak uh spanish alexandra parts? alexandra what's her last name um it doesn't matter it's escaping me so yeah, so the the those models. I mean, the point. I mean, shout out to her, Mueller. Uh, Mueller. Say it again. Mueller. 
It's uh, Alexandra de Moral Miller. Okay, de Moral. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, the point remains, which is we're not tripping over gender or skin color. We want to know who's going to do a good job and not be shuffling money to their friends and letting their friends get the contracts. You know, it's fun. it's funny because now I'm going to their uh, to their Twitter pages and stuff since we've been talking about him and, and Vidal, the dude. I, I I believe it was his. I saw his debate with um with Alexandra from before the primaries or before the runoff or so, so something that went on recently, and it was it wasn't that good for him. He lost by a lot. People thought he was going to win and, and take it right. So then I go to his Twitter. He hasn't tweeted since um, May twenty first. He hasn't posted anything since like May. I guess at that point, can you imagine like you're running for office, you think you're going to win, people th- you know, say you're going to win, and then you lose a decisive uh, election. What do you do? I guess you just go back to what you're doing, right? You go back to your job or your business, you know, whatever it was you're doing and say, fuck it, I'll try again later. Or maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, politics, man, all that shit's tricky. But um, I mean, the citizens, they deserve some type of transparency and and we got to weed out corrupt ass people and we're also learning that with local politics you know it, it really matters who you have in these positions because that could mean the difference between all the monkey bars at the park being closed off you know restaurants and businesses being closed off like i mean you name it i know michael berry makes fun of um some of those local politicians all the time in in terms of like what they what they're able to do and how they abuse their power like oh i'm the county judge i have the ability to xyz awesome can't wait for a chance to go just start messing with the levers of hey like i think um are they the ones that are able to put a curfew or or something i can't remember that makes sense yeah I i think it is yeah, I think we found that they have a lot more powers during the pandemic because they have emergency powers, right? That's how they became one of the most important, quote-unquote, people in, in your city or in your county is because they have emergency authorization. Um, kind of up there almost with, like, governor status, like which is so weird. As you, as you kind of just read in some of these positions, you know, uh, county judge being one of them, it's like, wow, they just... They're just regular people, right? Like anybody can run for county judge. You don't have to be a judge, right? You can, anybody can run for sheriff. If I'm not mistaken, you don't have to be a cop or a sheriff. Like it's it's a it's a political position in your county slash well, yeah, county and city that kind of sits on a seat. You know, it's, it's supposed to be a lot of clerical, administrative kind of things. And then you have something like this pandemic that comes through, and all of a sudden you have more power than you ever thought you could have at your disposal. And, you know, what is it? Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, we see that. Yeah. And somebody's making a really good point about a week or two ago. It might have been Jack Posobiec. Somebody, it was him and, and someone else, and they were kind of talking about the the politician as we know it. And, and the, the point they were making is, like, the politician as we know it, I think, is, is dead and or dying. Like, people... For for as much as you want to deny or believe, whichever way you look at it, that people aren't aren't waking up to what's going on, I personally think they are. I think a lot of people think they are, and it's going to make it really hard. Like you can't go back twenty years ago where you could say whatever you wanted on a debate stage, and no one was going to call you out on it, right? There was there was going to be so little evidence of like whether it was a true, you know, it was fact checked by a bunch of other independent journalists and stuff. But now, dude. It's going to be so interesting to see what happens like in 2024. I feel like 2024 needs to be a movie. Like they need to make the movie now and see how much of it actually comes to to, to fruition, you know? 
Yeah, so what, what do you mean? What are some of your predictions about 2024? Well, I think Trumpitas gets back in office, right? I think he starts rolling back regulations on the energy sector. I think he starts, you know, trying to bring jobs back to America. It, dis- it, dis- it disturbs a lot of the uh, manufacturing in China. And we start seeing a lot of prosperity. And I know this is kind of like wishful thinking, but um, or, or even naivete to a degree. But I feel like if this guy gets a second chance in there, based off of like, he did a lot with a little bit of time, talk about three years, then you have this debacle. And then there's going to be a four-year gap in between all of the people that he didn't have around him that he 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 knows now. Like I probably should have made better decisions with this, these people, um, just people that were his consultants and and what are the other what are his strategists and such, or even him and himself. Like as a as a communicator, I hope he kind of takes it to a a point or a, a yeah point in his presidency where he can get to more people without being so polarizing, and then just keep doing what you were doing, big dog. Keep doing what you were doing, and when Americans see the prosperity that can be had here. They'll be like, holy shit, we were we were bamboozled for damn near a decade. Real quick, guys, you know, we're all about optimizing over here. We like to have energy. We want you to have energy. We want you to be as focused as possible because we got a lot of work to do. Y'all know we dealing with a lot of stuff in this day and age. So Rob brought this product to my attention. It's called Magic Mind. I tasted it. It has matcha in it adaptogens a little bit of turmeric ashwagandha man it is a herbal supplement bro i enjoyed it so much that i'm hooked on it and i want everybody to check out magic mind you could do more and stress less with all stuff man it got like 12 active ingredients bro yeah the matcha the adaptogens the nootropics the honey i absolutely loved it before i even produced uh, introduced it to you i went ahead and tried it did like a little seven day run like they recommend loved it told you to try it you loved it i got my wife to try it she wakes up and says please have my magic mind ready next to my coffee fantastic you can Mm -hmm. take it alongside your coffee or replace your morning caffeine with it alone mental clarity sustainable it tastes really good Mm -hmm. and it does what it says it's going to do yeah like matcha already gives you a nice little buzz but once you talk about nootropics and nootropics bro you get a little mind this is me personal experience right Mm -hmm. this ain't no fda approved what i'm saying right here but it gives you a little mind buzz a nice little focus mind rush and i absolutely love it we're gonna hook you up we got a deal for you when you go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo that's right you get a deal all right they set it up to where the listeners could get a deal you put in chingo at checkout and that's gonna give you 20 percent off because we want you to try it get your first order save some money and see how focused you could get back to the show well, for one, I feel like he had to be polarizing when he first came in. I like agree. He, knew, he had to come in like a wrecking ball. He knew what he was up against. He knew how the deep state played. He knew how the media played. Uh, he knew they were going to hate on him and, and frame him no matter what. So he might as well just speak honestly. And um, and it's almost like that approach was necessary. Like he couldn't be a nice guy and try to like reach across the aisle as I'm trying to ca- Hey, man, I'm just a guy from New York trying to campaign. Hey, Hillary, I thought we were cool. Hey, what's up, man? I donated to y'all and, you know, I, y'all were invited to my thing. Y'all invited me to y'all's weddings and rappers would name drop me. Nobody called me race. Instead, he's just like, we're going to build a wall, big, beautiful wall, you know? So I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, could he come back and not trigger people and fix the way he communicates? Well, I'd argue that the media was part of the reason why I think if they just, if the media just reported facts, like Trump had a rally today and here's what he had to say, <laughs> Yeah, you know, versus, you know, like if the American people weren't being hit with this psychological operation of like, 
we're going to fucking manipulate them. We're going to scapegoat this guy. We're going to frame him. We're going to do a fucking Bolshevik revolution on this motherfucker. Like, we're, like they literally, I don't want to say uh, certain things, right? Because we don't know what all apps this video is being played. FBI, I don't wanna FBI, Chingo Blaine, put your hands up. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be in the gulags. Um, but anyway, I feel like even if DeSantis ends up being the guy, they're going to hoax him too. And he might be nicer and better communicator, but they're going to take his shit out of context as well. Um, just like they did him while he was just a governor in Florida. They called him Death Santis. Yep. They trained him as the face of uh, Trumpism at a state level. You know, this is an example of a red state and they don't take lockdown serious and they don't want to wear their masks. You know what I mean? So I don't know if... Uh, if Trump is going to have the luxury of trying to be Mr. Communicator, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, what What do you think about him spending less time doing these interviews on CNN or anyone or anywhere else? Like at this point, you're on Truth Social. If he goes back to Twitter, cool. But I doubt he'll go back. He's going to stay on Truth. If you want to know what he's saying, all these little reporters are going to have to flock over to, to Truth, make up, make their accounts, and report off of him. One, right? Stay off legacy media and just report from truth. Or if he comes out with some kind of video, Rumble maybe. I know he's a huge fan of Rumble. So report from truth. Do your videos and stuff on Rumble. And then two, if these legacy media opinion people like Don Lemon, these people aren't news. They're just opinion. They're op-ed people. They're just all opinions. If that's what they want to do, then they need to create podcasts, right? Be a podcaster where you're a cultural commentator, but you're not news. I think that would help a lot. Of, of things out do you do you agree oh yeah but that's not gonna happen they're not gonna like they have such an advantage the left has such an advantage you know for example in the 1940s um y'all could google this shit but basically like there was a big faction of commies real deal card holding like getting bread from russia like little commies that were all up in hollywood right because Marxists and communists, they understand they got to take over the educational system. They got to take over entertainment. So they're not going to give up their advantage of we control the media. Look at Trump. He's having to fucking tweet from Truth Social. He's having to post his fucking videos on Rumble. They're gonna like they're just like, bro, not as many people are on there. We have Google on our side. We have YouTube on our side. We have search engines. We have fact checkers. We have yeah, but if he's the president, who cares? If he's the president, who cares what the opposition's saying? They have to go to where he is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you're saying, like, who's saying, like, oh, he's on Rumble, he's not on YouTube, oh, he's on Truth, not on Twitter? Who's saying that? Uh, I feel like the mainstream legacy media is not going to be like, hey, Don Lemon, take a break, just do a fucking podcast, bro. But right, right. But, but before even that to that point, don't you think those people, if they want to be the news anchors that they say they are, they're going to have to go report on him wherever he's at, right? So by proxy yeah. or by definition of, of that instance, they need to go then sign up for Truth. They also then need to go sign up for Rumble. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, they'll have to probably do that just to get, get their sound bites so they can spin it. That is the end of today's teaser. What's going on, everybody? We have a new distribution partner. You've heard us mention it earlier in the week. Rockfin.com forward slash red pill tamales. That means you have two options of signing up to get premium content from RPT. It's patreon.com or rockfin.com. That's R-O-K-F-I-N.com forward slash red pill tamales to get all of your premium content.